iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast. Hi, this is Ann Wilson. And this is Nancy Wilson of Heart, and you're listening to our iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast. Well, so we're sitting around and we're talking about some of our all-time favorite songs. And let me tell you, me and Ann had have a lot of really all-time favorite songs, so it's quite difficult to narrow it all down. But, um, and you know, we both tried to come up with a list of 10. I think there's a list of more than 10 for each of us. But we're gonna list down some of our incredibly favorite songs, things that inspire and things that um, taught us how to play and how to sing and songs that um, were turning points and songs that you know, make us cry, make us laugh and all that. So we have a list here and the first song on the list says, it's State of Independence by Donna Summer. Yeah, State of Independence is from an album that Donna Summer made in the 80s with Quincy Jones, who's an amazing producer from Seattle. And uh, he was just coming into his full power at that time. And, and the groove on this song is just amazing. It's just so mind-blowing. And there's a he also uh, put together a, a celebrity chorus in this song and it's full of all kinds of famous people of the time if you want to get the album and list and see all the names there's all kinds of celebrities in this chorus that that come in halfway through the song hope you can hear it when they come in i'm not sure if you can but anyway this song is amazing the groove will just blow your head off this is state of independence by donna summer Speaking of groove now, <laughs> we have a, another song here by the late, great Michael Jackson, and one of his uh, more groundbreaking songs that changed all of our lives in many, many ways, called Thriller. Yeah, and once again, this is when Michael Jackson teamed up with Quincy Jones. Mm -hmm. So once again, you hear Quincy just hauling it, you know, bringing it here with the groove and uh, as a musician you know this <laughs> I cannot sit down when I hear this I don't think anybody in the world can sit down when they hear Thriller so here it is Michael Jackson and Thriller For number three song in our list of big faves, all-time faves, uh, we have a more of a rare thing by Harry Nilsson, who's a guy that uh, we're still we're still listening to um, backstage all the time when we're warming up our voices. And this is a kind of a rarity. Um, was it from Nilsson Schmilson? I think the album was called Nilsson Schmilson, and. It's a very pure bluesy song. 
which I remember being in high school and um, singing over and over and over, learning to play on acoustic guitar. Um, you know, we'd be sitting in various rooms with the sun coming up, playing this song early in the morning. Yeah, you know, Harry Nilsson is a really amazing singer. So all those of you out there who might aspire to be singers, this is one of the people you want to reference when you're practicing. Harry Nilsson. I knocked on your daddy's door, but he began to shout, and he said, it's early in the morning. Don't you know it's early in the morning? Early in the morning I ain't got nothing new, nothing but the blues Harry Nielsen, thank you, Mr. Nielsen. Oh, then we're really going back here with a little Stevie Wonder song. Before he was just Stevie Wonder, he was called Little Stevie Wonder because at the time he was quite small. He was a little guy, and um, yeah, with he a was great, a child. He was a child. He was a child star prodigy with a, with a great big harmonica. Yeah, and this is fingertips. Um, I can never forget, ever forget, growing up and on those summer days walking around um, as a kid in our neighborhood and having that blasting out of some window, some radio, somewhere in the neighborhood and feeling connected somehow to the you know the other side of the country <laughs> so this is fingertips by little stevie wonder I think it's time for some Steely Dan. Steely Dan's coming in now. Steely Dan um, is like no other band. Um, I guess everybody on our list is sort of like that. You hear Steely Dan, you know instantly who it is. These guys took uh, jazz and stood it on its ear and made their own sound out of jazz and rock and something East Coastern. He's ghostly that um, took sarcasm and sort of a, an, a wink and a sneer and <laughs> made it really accessible. And I don't, still don't know how they did that. Um, the first time I heard a Steely Dan song was uh, Do It Again. And I had to go out to the store and buy the single and put it in an envelope to a friend of mine in Germany so that they could spin it in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it was so groundbreaking. So. Can you love a little wild one? And she brings you only sorrow. All the time you know she's smiling. You'll be on your knees tomorrow. Here you go back. And like if you're 
if you are um, at all musical, you understand how how when you lay out a song, it's kind of laid out like on a slide rule. The time is just laid out straight, you know, east to west, and then you lay like the melodies and the lyrics on top to fit. Well, what Steely Dan has done in this song, they've taken the top half of the slide rule and slid it over so <laughs> that the beat is in one place and then the uh, melody and the lyrics are slightly off, but it all works. <laughs> and you're talking about Time Out of Mind. Yeah, I am. I'm Steely talking Dan. of Time yeah. of Crazy Time here. Yes. So this is Steely Dan in all their mental brilliance. This <laughs> Time Out of Mind. It's Um, it's well known that we, in in heart, Nancy and I, have always been Led Zeppelin fans, and um, you know that's right. We'll never live it down. We're not trying to live it down. <laughs> and so, one of the songs, or one of the artists that we love the very most, of course, is Robert Plant, one of the and most incredible singers of all time. He's got he started so young and brought his soul to it at a really really young age. The most recent thing he's done. Uh, he had a really big, successful Grammy-winning album with Alison Krauss, which came out several years ago. And from this album, which is called Raising Sand, he does a cover of Fortune Teller, which is a really old, early 60s um, song. And, you know, we all know that Plant has a real propensity to love covering old, you know, um, old rock songs because he's done that in The Honey Drippers a lot. So this is he and Alison Krauss's take on Fortune Teller. It's pretty sexy and pretty cute. So married to the fortune teller And I'm as happy as we can be And now I get my fortune told for free Speaking of Led Zeppelin, as long as we we might as well keep speaking of Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, one song they did, which we always it just makes you laugh because talking about the slide ruler, you know, and moving it over like Steely Dan did in Time Out of Mind. Well, the Crunch did it even more drastically. It's it's a it's a song that every musician you ever knew. Tries to count it, and no one quite can count it. And it's, we always thought it was sort of like the coolest, cheeky, flipping the bird to people that only want to have a four on the floor thing to dance to, which, you know, just takes it askew, a gog, a muck, and a kimbo over one, just a beat or two. Too long per bar, you know, so... Yeah, this song def <laughs> like definitely makes people who are trying to dance to it like all leave down. one foot in the air. <laughs> one foot's always in the air. <laughs> yeah, they're going to fall over trying to dance yeah. to this one, so... This is called The Crunge. I went till you about my good thing I ain't a 
There's some good songs out there. Oh my God, there's just too many to mention. Um, one of the best songwriters that we've ever known about or met who's still writing them is Lucinda Williams. And she just has a way of um, doing something that is so um, deceptively simple, like some of the greats do. There's so many. It's, it's much harder than you probably would think it would be, you know, to do that kind of writing. And Lucinda just nails it emotionally um, and poetically, and for a woman, too, um, in a way like nobody else can do it. And I know Anne put this on the list, but I had to <laughs> intro it for you. Yeah, she. <laughs> this is... Um... This is the song that really made me turn on to Lucinda at the very beginning when I first started listening to her. It's on an album called Car Wheels on a Gravel Road. And I think it was kind of her breakout album across the board. She was known to her cult following, you know, prior to that album, but that's where she really crossed over and people really began to understand what this woman can bring. And uh, this song in particular, I think, is just, it's, it's funny and it's heartbroken and it's it's soulful on such a deep level that um once again it's so painful you have to laugh <laughs> this is called i can't let go around feel like i've been shot and fall down on a soul i know it but i can't let go Now, uh, you know, uh, we come from Seattle, and that's a town that has a history of tormented people, tormented artists, I should say. Uh, especially in the 90s, perhaps, there were a lot of uh, people who, you know, didn't make it out alive because they were just so crazy and so maybe partiers or, or just, you know, not really on the level of reality. They just wanted to escape. And that's why this this song, uh, like even though it's written by a band and done by a band, the Black Crows from Atlanta, I think that uh, it really speaks about that particular time and the grunge scene. This is a really painful song. You know, I guess I like the painful songs because they're so beautiful, <laughs> but um, this, is, this is about... Uh, about a woman who's uh, who's talking to angels already. This is the Black Crows. She talks to angels. Paints around as black as night now. She pulls those shades down tight. Oh yeah, there's a smile when the pain comes. The pain gonna make everything Bring it, bring us back um, over to Steely Dan here, because Steely Dan broke the mold, you know, so many ways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they always did, still do. And um, but here's a version of a song from Gaucho, Third World Man, that came out a few years back 
on their live album called Alive in America. And we always loved this song because of the restraint that was shown on the Gaucho album where they held the tempo back like like such pros. I mean, when you play music, the easiest thing to do is like be a jackrabbit and jump forward and just, you know, get excited and nervous and go too fast, you know. But they're such pros that they not only took it slower than it was on the Gaucho album, but this live version, I think, wins the ultimate award for musical restraint ever done on any recording anywhere. Yeah, it's very icy <laughs> and perfect, and that's what's beautiful about it. It's really your your if if you could equate it to taking a drug or something, this would be, you know, this would be the Valhalla drug that yeah. where everything is in another time frame. Yeah. So, Il third world man, terzo mando. Third world man, the Alive in America version by Steely Dan. So Okay, I know Nancy put this next one on here. Um, this is a Bob Dylan song, and where do you even start? You know, yeah. Well, I got to Dylan. I just got to tell you just a short story, really quick story about this song. We were recently in Hawaii for Anne's birthday on vacation for four days, and we had the good fortune of being able to take a big catamaran out to sea off of Waikiki. And the guys who sailed this catamaran had really great rock music on board, and they played it while we were out there at sea in all this incredible natural beauty. And one of the songs they played when we were out there, pounding through the beautiful waves and everything with the sea turtles and the breeze and the, you know, looking at Diamond Head, was Knocking on Heaven's Door by Bob Dylan. <laughs> and both of us looked at each other and went, Oh my God, I am knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> and we got really sort of verklempt, you know, yeah. out there and all that beauty by hearing this song. It, it's just so, um, it just tells it so well, yeah. as only Bob Dylan can do. Right, Bob Dylan, say it better, why don't you? Yeah, like you're out, you feel like that in your life sometimes anyway. You're out in the middle of maybe nowhere or at the edge of the world or the edge of somewhere where you're kind of alone in the universe or you feel the loneliness of the universe. And a song like that really speaks to that feeling of your mortality and of, um, you know, needing to say that to your friend and feel that with somebody else. So anyway, even if you're in Hawaii on a catamaran <laughs> or you're looking out some some window at a street light, this song speaks the same yeah. phrase. This is knocking on heaven's door by the one and only Bob Dylan. Mama, take this badge off of me. I can't use it anymore. It's getting dark, too dark to see. 
Okay, 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 okay. You knew at some point we were going to have to come to Joni Mitchell, right? Oh my God. I think so many musicians are influenced by her. Um, people you wouldn't expect, like Prince and, mm-hmm. you know... Us. Yeah, us. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like uh, guys in hair bands and stuff. You know, they'll they'll <laughs> say, who influenced you? And they'll say, Joni Mitchell. She just had something just very, very, extra yeah she's amazing a, she's the um she probably would take issue with this but she always takes issue with everything anyway yeah. but i'd call her the female bob dylan you know because she has really a bad like problem about being compared to or you know i think she's very cranky about bob dylan in general but <laughs> i think she's at par with bob dylan if not you know, beyond Bob Dylan, because for a woman to have expressed poetry in that way and invented something that original that in no way was derivative of folk, other folk music or other blues music, um, Joni Mitchell really, you know, deserves her her um, kudos and, yeah. you know, her historic, her place in history. Yeah, and uh, not to mention all the tunings that she invented. Yeah. She doesn't just play her guitar tuned in the same old way, you know, E-A-D-G-B-E. She has tunings that she she came up with, and uh, they're specific to her. And this song in, in particular, I think, shows one of those tunings off. It's, it's so beautiful. It's all about travel, just the idea of movement, kinetic travel, motion, you know, on the free freeway. Yeah. When you're a, uh, an artist that, you know, a musician who travels for a living, there is a perspective from the traveler's perspective where you're looking at a lot of life going by through these cozy windows where you don't get to go in. And that's how Hijira, the song, feels. feels. Yeah. It's full of amazing imagery. So those of you who write poetry or consider yourself lyricists, again, refer to Joni because she sets the bar really high. It's amazing to listen to. This is called Hegira. Now here's a man and a woman sitting on a rock. They're either gonna thaw or freeze. This strains of many good men coming through the snow. The pine wood trees. I'm porous with travel fever, but you know I'm so. So, um, recently, uh, I was hanging out doing some yoga with an instructor at my house, doing, and uh, there was a power outage at the time, so I, um, I had a flashlight. It also had a radio, and I turned on the radio, and this song came on, and I forgot. It was like, by hook or crook, I found this, my way back to this song, and I had totally forgotten how much I loved this song by Elton John um, on his self-titled Elton John album, the first album that came out with, you know, the first impression with, like, your song and all that stuff. And uh, this is called No Shoestrings on Louise. Yeah, and of course, um, all the lyrics are written by Bernie Taupin, his his long-suffering lyricist, and uh, 
brilliant, brilliant word man, Bernie Topin. And of course, Bernie has always been a real, you know, um, you know, Americana file. Before it was popular to be into Americana, Bernie was already there. He was writing songs about the American Civil War. He's an Englishman, of course, but he wrote songs about the American Civil War and cowboys and all that kind of stuff. And this is one of them. This is in the real you know, way hyper-American style. <laughs> That's right, more American than America. But uh, this song is one of the best um, tongue-in-cheek songs I've ever heard. This is called No Shoestrings on Louise by Elton John. For the Okay, the next song, this next song, is uh, one that that Nancy and I both really liked a lot when it came out. It was a top 40 radio hit in the late 60s. That's right. By a, you know, pretty much one or two hit wonder band called The Left Bank. And um, they just had something that was so cute and so incredibly sort of sexy in an English guy sort of way. Women, you probably know what I mean. Um, And if you don't know what I'm I'm talking about, about the really amazing, romantic, sexy, you know, English guy thing. English guys with long hair in the late 60s. Yeah. That was huge. Hugely cool. Yeah. Um, Very sexy. (laughs) And this this particular song is really poetic and mysterious. With flutes and violins and, you know, almost like a harpsichord vibe. Um, that was a real piece of the late 60s style that has kind of, you know, been carried on by bands like the Moody Blues and others. But um, it's hard to come by anymore. But it's still around. And it's this is the uh, this is the blueprint for that beautiful romance of the English, um, you know, invasion of the late 60s. This is Pretty Ballerina by The Left Bank. I had a date with a pretty ballerina Her hair so brilliant that it hurt my eyes I asked her for this dance and then she obliged me Was I surprised? Yeah Was I surprised? No Okay, um, well, I have to just ask Nancy Wilson now, uh, what about Jeff Beck? <laughs> well, yes sirree, Ann Wilson. Um, <laughs> this is one of my top 20, top 10, maybe even top 5 favorite all-time Jeff Beck songs from an album called Blow by Blow that he worked on with the Beatles producer then George Martin that um, as we were just, you know, in the first couple of years of our own um, success story, young, you know, rock stars, this album came out. And this this song called Diamond Dust, that the strings were produced by George Martin for, um, 
was like one of the only kind of jazz type things I could ever stomach. And it was, <laughs> you know, like jazz is hard to stomach when you're a rock person sometimes. But this song, um, I think, uh, you know, took jazz and rock and painted an entire new canvas with it. This is called Diamond Dust by Jeff Beck. Okay, we we have to, we have to come now to the Rolling Stones. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. You cannot talk about rock and roll <laughs> with any kind of authority unless <laughs> you mention the Rolling Stones because they are arguably the best rock and roll band of all time. Well, um, you have to say, when you say Rolling Stones, you have to say the Rolling Stones, baby. The Rolling Stones, baby. baby. And this, like, you know, Keith Richards is the ultimate riff guy who comes up. He's not the lead guitar player. He's the rhythm guitar player, the center of the whole sound. And he's the one that comes up with these deathless riffs, <laughs> like this particular song here, Brown Sugar, which may or may not be their best song. I, I kind of think it might be their best song ever, just because it has all the elements that are so Rolling Stones-like. It's got, you know, Jagger, it's got the controversial lyrics about a scarred old slaver whipping women in the middle of the night and, you know, all this shocking stuff that is the Rolling Stones. And uh, it's got Keith on guitar. And it's got that, you know, amazing one and three drum part, you know. And everything's, all the ducks are in a row here on this song. <laughs> this is the Rolling Stones and Brown Sugar. We haven't mentioned the Beach Boys yet, and you know that leaves a whole chapter. If we don't mention the Beach Boys and Brian Wilson's um, influence on, you know, our, our the arc of our rock and roll story, then we haven't done our job here. So we're gonna come around the corner with this, um, with an Elton John song called "Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me," in which the Beach Boys are featured almost like the most amazing horn section on the planet. The, you know, that is the way Elton John's genius, how he knew he could use them in this song, in their, you know, their signature sound in that particular way, in those particular chord stacks that gave that particular Elton John song um, the 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 uh, the air that it that it needed to fly so here's um one of the prettiest songs Elton John ever recorded with the beach boys 
Uh, yeah, and this is this is um, Elton John creating a new form on this song. I don't think there were any other songs like this before this. This right. is this is Elton making something new, where there was nothing like this before. Um, and I, I'm not sure if Brian Wilson's on this track, but I know that Carl Wilson is, and Mike Love, and the other ones are Bruce Boys. Johnston, and yeah, yeah. and um, and if you listen into the tracks, you can hear Al Jardine, right? Yeah. If if you listen into the vocal tracks, you can hear that throughout part of the song, their parts are doubled by the horns. Mm-hmm. And uh, they found horn sounds that sound just like the voices. Yes, that just mix like that. So that's really clever, um, you know, vocal arrangement and yeah. horn arrangement, which I think is probably synthesizer because of when it came out. Right, early horn. Yeah, yeah. So sound. So that's that's Elton for you. I mean, that's he's just all over it. <laughs> this is "Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me." you guys it's really been cool hanging out with you playing tunes spinning songs with you for you at you next to you behind you and um <laughs> through you know the most fun we could ever have is talking about music so besides playing it <laughs> yeah now if you're driving in your car um be careful and pay attention to the road if you're lying <laughs> in your bed you can play this whole thing again now and you still have lots of time before it gets light so but go get the songs and listen to the entire songs yeah if you like them because oh my god attention span be damned these are really good yeah experiences and take the journey take the journey of these songs so thanks for listening to all this and uh thanks for indulging us we had a great time yay but then why is it so hard to listen to a whole song? Well, oh. you know, it's a tasting. Uh, it's a tasting. It's a uh, tasting menu. Menu. Yes. yes. So have a good time. <laughs> All right then. And hope you enjoy your dinner. Okay. iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast.